Welcome back to the COS Business Podcast. My name is Andrew Hasley, and I am the host of the show. Today we have on Lisa Laverne with Lisa Laverne Coaching. Because that is, can you explain like in a, in a sentence or two maybe exactly what what you are about? I am a certified health and life coach. Okay. And what I do is I work with people um, to help them uh, when they get kind of get stuck. When they're stuck and they don't know what step to take next. Um, it could be in a life-changing episode. It could be an emotion that they're having to work through. And it could be a health activity. So I help them to figure out what next step is best to take and how to get in the direction they want to go. Well, sweet. I can't wait to get into that in this episode. But I'm going to first, actually, I decided I'm going to I'm gonna re- pre-record the ads and I'm going to just stitch them in there. One of our sponsors for the day is Atmos Planning. Atmos Planning is changing the way business owners and real estate investors are served by the financial services industry. They take an innovative approach with their personal CFO model to help visionaries maximize their net worth, impact, and quality of life. On top of all that, their clients typically save 20 to 30% in taxes, even if they are already working with a CPA or bookkeeper. If you have a goal to reach 1 million in revenue or more, a 1 million plus real estate portfolio, or even 1 million plus in after-tax profit while making an impact on the people around you, then schedule a call today. Their website is atmosplanning.com, A-T-M-O-S planning.com. Our next sponsor is Vehement Visuals, my video production company. At Vehement Visuals, we really help business owners grow and save time using the power of strategic video production. We don't just want to make a pretty video for you. We want to actually get results, and we are determined to make sure that happens. We separate ourselves from videographers because we are here to serve businesses and business owners to really help them make an even bigger impact with what they do. If you'd like to schedule a strategy call today to see how we can possibly help you, then go to vehementvisuals.com and fill the form at the bottom of the page. Our next ad is actually advertising this advertising space for the COS Business Podcast. If you'd like me to read an ad script at the beginning of every episode or in the middle or at the end, promoting your business, then reach out to cosbusinesspodcast at gmail.com or reach out to me directly, Andrew Hasley. So actually, we're just roll the music and get started. All right. (laughs) This is a show where we have real conversations with entrepreneurs and business owners who are mostly in Colorado Springs doing things in the community of... Colorado Springs. Lisa, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad yeah. I made it. Yeah, yeah. I know we had we had scheduled uh, a, a, maybe a time or two before. <laughs> yes. And I but thought, it just no, didn't work do out. It, gotta yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it can be nerve-wracking, especially if you've never been on a podcast before, or if you have. Like, e- even Mike on his episode, he's he did radio before. And, you know, he, he was saying, like, you know, he was still, like, you know... It, he was the night before, you know, he was like, what am I going to say? <laughs> Jitters, <How?"> nerves. <laughs> exactly. And it, it could be interesting. It actually, you know, it's even sometimes even nervous for me. Sometimes it's like, you know, just I, it's my show. I put it on, but it's like <laughs> the build up to, you know, like the actual meeting the person it has that feeling. It's interesting. You're like that, that's cool. that unnerving kind of feeling. But then as <laughs> soon as, you know, I see them at the door or, you know, we meet that pff, out the window, like. What was I even thinking about? That's right. <laughs> exactly. So how long have you been doing uh, the coaching? Well, officially, uh, just within the last year, uh, probably since 2019, um, mostly, though, all my life. Um, I've kind of discovered that throughout my life, that's what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. I just didn't realize that's what I was doing. Oh, okay. So, you know, once I figured out um, exactly what I was doing, it's like, 
oh, I should just do this because mm-hmm. this is what I love. And it's, it's what you love. You're yes. good at it. And mm-hmm. you were like, okay, a bell kind of rung. Yes. rung. <laughs> yeah. And when, when was that? Um, well, back in 2019, I think is when that bell kind of got rung. But the story kind of goes back, way back. Mm-hmm. Um, and to help understand if it's okay, if I just kind of share a little bit about that. Yeah, of course. Um, so, you know, about 20 years ago, my um, life changed a little bit, and I became a single mom of two young boys. And, you know, never being in that position, not didn't know how to navigate it well, mm-hmm. um, but we did. We made it through. and um, But a couple of things that happened during that process is I was basically surviving. Mm. I was learning how to be a single mom, do all, pay all the bills, you know, just survive. And in that process, I kind of lost who I was. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe what my dreams were at that time, um, you know, living day to day pretty yeah, much yeah. For, for many, many years. Um, after that... Um, you know, they're grown now. Mm-hmm. They're, they're adults now, and uh, they're great. Love good, them, good. You know. <laughs> they, they've done well. And um, so I started thinking, okay, you know, where am I? What am I doing? And mm-hmm. I realized I really had no idea. You know, who, yeah. who, who is this person? You know, I've been existing and surviving for so long. You were lost. I was lost. Yeah, I had no idea. And so... Um, and I was still working and doing good, you know, enjoying where I was at at the time and uh, helping children throughout the world with a nonprofit. And that mm-hmm. was very exciting, you know, but I kept feeling like there was something more. Yeah, yeah. You know, something that I was supposed to be doing, something that was really my passion and really, you know, that I could really serve others with. And so I had a coworker who was a coach. Okay. And she worked with me. And we went through what was called a life plan. Mm-hmm. And in this life plan, it kind of looks at your whole life, where you've been, the decisions that you've made, and, you know, the jobs you've had, the places you've lived, all mm-hmm. kinds of different things. From a 10,000-foot view, kind of. Uh, some of it was actually from a really close view. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, so you <laughs> a can, microscopic yeah, view. Yeah, <laughs> you can delve into it, you know, and see your family, your relationships. Mm-hmm. But there's some You kind of got to do both, I've realized. They're both just as important. Yes, and so as we went through that, you see commonalities mm-hmm. and you start to see, well, the strength that you have and you're going, okay, well, this is why I'm passionate about it. Here it was at this point in my life. Here it was at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. And I started to realize, wow, I really have been working on this passion, you know, but not officially. Mm-hmm. And uh, she helped me realize, started to dream again about what I could be, what nice. I wanted to do. And that was very exciting. And so when I decided to become a coach, you know, my goal was to help others to realize that they do have passions and dreams Mm -hmm. and and maybe, but they just don't know how to get out of where they're at Mm -hmm. and move forward. Lose sight of it and Mm -hmm. don't even think about it. And then it just becomes under the rug and they're not fulfilled or not happy or maybe Mm -hmm. even depressed. And they don't know why quite often. You know, that's, so, that's interesting, yeah. <laughs> so as a coach, I can come alongside them. I hold that safe space for them. And I work with them to, to find their passions. Mm. You know, it's about them. You know, what is it that they really want? For sure. And to be able to sometimes just give a voice to that. Who do you think your ideal client is? 
Um, I have been working a lot with teens and tweens. Okay. Which has been really fun to see because they have such a hope for the future. Mm -hmm. Um, But right now there's a lot of depression and anxiety and, you know, fear for the future as well. For sure, yeah. So being able to help them work through some of that. Mm -hmm. Um, But pretty much I think... um, I have worked with older and younger, mm-hmm. so it doesn't really matter the age um, at this point, but I would um, focus on somebody that really starts to feel like they mm-hmm. they know they need to make a change and they're not sure how to do it. Okay, regardless of age. Regardless of age. That's something that you see that you could really help them with. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know, it's yeah. going to sound a little bit weird, but as I was sitting here, I was like, you... It's you look a lot like my mother, <laughs> and I was the like, eternal she, mom. She even has has glasses and everything, and it's just it was blowing my mind. And then you said you were a single mother of four, and she was a single mother of five, and oh, wow. so it's like going through that, watching her go through that. So it's just I was just connecting the dots. <laughs> so single moms have have a tough time. I do have a a real passion and concern for single parents, mm-hmm. um, and parents in general, because parenting's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you, every stage is different to navigate, and there's a lot of skills and things that you can do. And sometimes it's helping them to develop their kids. So even if I work with parents and teen, or teens and tweens, I like to work with the parent as well mm-hmm. because that's a dual effort. Yeah, that's you know? how you're going to probably get the best results. For Absolutely. Real. <laughs> and parents have this one vision. Mm-hmm. Teens and tweens often have this other vision. Mm-hmm. So when you can get those to come together, mm-hmm. it's really exciting. For sure. But I don't do that work. They do that work. Mm. I just help them to think through how they can best do that. Okay. And so so with starting this business, what do you think have been some of the biggest challenges that you've had to overcome? I think one of the biggest things is that coaches in general don't um, – they're not as um, – I won't say popular. They're just not known. You mm-hmm. know, when somebody thinks, well, what, is, what does a coach do? Mm-hmm. They think of you like a counselor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, so trying to overcome, well, why would I want a coach? It's very similar to therapy, though, in a way. Uh, it's similar. Um, we don't do all the legal and um, we can't prescribe anything, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, and if somebody truly needs a counselor, I know people to refer them to. For sure. Um, but it's more like a mentor. Yes, exactly. Um, so I think everybody needs a coach. Mm-hmm. I have a coach. For sure. You know, so um, it just really helps you think through some of the things. And a, and a coach, a good coach, helps you to think through what you're doing, not what everybody else mm-hmm. is doing and not their idea of it. For sure, yeah. You know, because I might have an idea of how something should go, but that might not be your idea. Mm-hmm. And listens and helps you come up with plans. I had a coach for a few months last year, like uh, December, uh, January, and uh, by that I mean 2019, Uh going into 2020. And I still, you know, quote him all the time. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and it was really cool. You know, it's very interesting, and and I got a lot of value from it. So I definitely uh, believe believe in coaches. Excellent. I think one of the things that the biggest things that, that most people don't realize is that when you need to make a change in your life, whether it's a little change or a big change, really you just need to make a 1% change. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a quote that I love is small hinges swing big gates. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you just can focus on that 1% mm-hmm. change, and so many people, you know, especially at this time of the year, New Year's resolution, for sure, yeah. people go, oh, I want to lose 50 pounds. Well, 
then they fail mm-hmm. because they're they're focused way out here, mm-hmm. and they need to focus here to start with. What can I do right now? Mm-hmm. You know, and let's be successful at this. Let's find successful things. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, okay, I'm going to get up and exercise every day for an hour when mm-hmm. you don't normally exercise. Yeah. You right? could even just do. Uh, I don't know if you've read the book uh, Atomic Habits. Yes, it's so good. The, it is the good. ideas in that uh, mm-hmm. James Clear. He was very clear with what he said. Yes, <laughs> and yes. like it's essentially that. It's like you could even start off with just building the habit of doing the actual exercise by only committing to five minutes. Right. And then once right. you build the habit, there's like it becomes automatic after you're able to build that habit. And then maybe you increase it by 1%. Maybe go to six minutes. Uh, Maybe if you accomplish it five minutes a day for a week or for a few days, increase the six minutes. And that 1% over time, it's like, but I'll never reach my goals because it's only five minutes. But like, it it has an impact because building that habit is the most hardest part about that. And once you get that, it becomes more automatic. And then like now your brain's rewarding you for things. And like you're happy because you're actually accomplishing things. It's it's really cool. Right. And uh, but so many people don't realize that, mm-hmm. you know, because they're so focused on that big goal. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to get a new job. Okay, well, what do you want to do? Yeah. Well, I I don't know. You know. <laughs> yeah. And it's okay. So then we start narrowing that down, and you have to step back and then start really thinking: Do you want this? Do you want that? But so many people might be desperate to get out of their current job that they take something else, which really isn't the step they need to take. Mm-hmm. You know, and a little bit of patience or a little bit of working through and even just creating that vision with them to see so that they can see where they're supposed to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what's some of the, the most rewarding moments you've had in your in your path so far? Oh, gosh. When, when, when people start to get it and they start to, one, realize that their opinion matters, mm-hmm. who they are matters, you know, that they do have dreams, they're valued, and what they're thinking is valuable. They don't have to be who somebody else wants them to be, even teens. Mm-hmm. You know, your parent wants you to go to college, but they don't really want to go, but they're afraid to say that, mm-hmm. you know. And so helping them walk through, well, why don't you want to go? Is it because you're afraid of college, or is it because you truly want to do something different? Or is it because you, you want to become TikTok famous? <laughs> exactly, you know, and and giving credit to that Mm -hmm. you know nobody's dreams are bad for sure yeah exactly you know i am a believer in people that people you don't have to be like everybody Mm -hmm. else not everybody goes to college yeah um not every i mean half the people that have been really really successful didn't go to college for sure or dropped out yeah yeah so um but we forget that because as a parent, you want mm-hmm. kids to be really successful. For sure. And then college is the first thing that really comes to a parent's mind. <laughs> Sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, or, or they need to get good grades because they're capable. Mm-hmm. Well, do they really need to get a good grade in this class? Yeah. Is it okay if they don't get a good grade in this class? Because, you know, you become a doctor, whether you have C's or whether you have A's. Mm-hmm. You still pass. For sure. Yeah, that's still passing. You still have yeah. a doctor. Yeah, I guess it depends on what college they want them to go to. <laughs> <laughs> so so I think that's sometimes just, I don't want to say lowering our expectations, but changing our mm-hmm. expectations. And, and, you know, expectations, they're a funny thing. They're kind of, if you have expectations, you're going to be disappointed. Because <laughs> you can't you can really. can be. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, or, or even just can be. Mm-hmm. Like, because expectations, when you have those in relationships or, or of other people, 
if it, I guess it can be good, but a lot of the times that leads to uh, disappointment. Like, I don't think, like, I don't know. <laughs> because they're unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, if if I expected in my business to become a multimillionaire within a year, that's unrealistic. For sure. You know, unless something. Unless really you're wild. already a millionaire. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yes. So, you know, for, for a, a teen to be successful, they often think right here, right now. Mm-hmm. So, okay, what can we be successful at right now? Mm-hmm. Let's set our expectation here. Mm. Expectation on the 1%. You know, in a, in a marital relationship, it could be, you know, struggling with uh, who's doing what. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, you're going to take the trash out. You know, but the, the big idea is you never help. There's, there's, you yeah, know, yeah. blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> Can we sit this down and actually, is that something that you have in your head that they never help? Right. Because they didn't help a few times or like, what is the actual yeah, situation? Yeah, never here? <laughs> is one of those words that it's like, you never, well, yeah. let's talk about this. Is <laughs> yeah. that real reality? Yeah. You know, or is that the story you're telling yourself? So I think that's quite often as a coach, we can listen to somebody else and really look at them for who they are and then start to pull out. Mm-hmm who that person is deep down, you know, what's the why mm-hmm. behind what they want. For sure. Um, and I can give you an example. Yeah, You yeah. know, a, kind of a fun example, you know. Um, there was somebody that wanted to um, get in fabulous shape. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, well, why do you want to do that? Well, because I want to look good in my bikini for the summer. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, well, that's a great thing, but... Why do you want to do that, you know? And as you keep asking the questions and going through, what it came down to be is that she really wanted her husband to pay attention to her because he wasn't paying attention. Yeah, yeah. So then you get down to that core reason. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we live up here. Mm -hmm. What we need to do is understand where we're really coming from on something. Yeah. And so a coach can help pull that out Yeah. so that we can address the correct item. And it's hard to do that yourself it's hard to see it is it's really hard to take your eyeballs out and turn them around <laughs> yeah especially for for most of us that rationalize everything <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah so that's that's one of the reasons it's just it's great to be that coach that person that all of a sudden you see them really get to their heart of the matter mm-hmm. and and I just love that because when you can get to the heart of a person you know, then their true self comes out and, mm-hmm. and people are really cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's some fabulous people out there. Minds are, are flowers. Yes. And <laughs> Waiting <it's>, to blossom. <laughs> it's, yeah, there you go. And, and kids are too. I mean, we often don't give kids enough credit. You know? mm-hmm. and, um, and parents don't because we're human. For sure. We don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. You're making it up as you go most yeah. of the time, you know, so. <laughs> We've only been here for so long. we got so much time, you know, <laughs> and yeah, yeah we're, we're constantly learning. And and I, I guess, you know, seeing a kid as a, as a parent or an adult, you just automatically assume that they don't know what you know. And but really, like there's there's like kids, they, they have a mind like you have. Yes, <laughs> they and, do. And it could be it could be nourished. It could be, you know, impeded. It could it could be. Just, there's some pretty genius kids out there. Yes. <laughs> and knowledge is half of it, but but understanding where they're at, too, because mm. what, what they don't often have is the experience yes. that an adult might have. You know, um, for example, a young parent who's struggling with something with a child 
can't see the end of the story, whereas somebody like me can come along. I've raised my boys. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen not just my boys, but others, you know, you go through these different stages. And mm-hmm. so then you can come in and speak into their lives and go, okay, this is a stage, you know, this isn't the end of the world. For sure. You know what? We're going to work through this, this mm-hmm. piece because I have that vision from experience. Um, and kids don't often have the experience version, but mm-hmm. they sure have knowledge and desire and hope mm-hmm. and excitement for a future if we don't kill it. And sometimes our own experiences hold us back and yes. they don't have those things holding them back. So maybe they can think of things in different ways exactly. that you couldn't have. So it's yeah. like a, you could learn from both sides. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a good example of that is kids who, um, you know, you think as a parent, you've grown up and you're a doctor or a teacher or, you know, some traditional things. And your child comes and says, I want to be a game designer. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, that was me. oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so... I, you know, one of mine also wanted to do that. And so it's like, okay, great. You want to be a game designer? Let's figure it out. Mm-hmm. You got to take geometry. You got to take uh, all this well, stuff. Well, you figure that out and you figure out, okay, how can I help you to look at that dream? Because chances are good, depending on the age, the dream might change a little bit, you know. But mm-hmm. how can I help you be the best version and believe in you and believe in that dream as a child? Um you know, as a parent, helping that parent to see that so that they can say, okay, you can be that game designer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then as they go, instead of squelching that dream, for sure, let's foster it a little bit, you know, and then allow them to move through it and mm-hmm. allow them to experience. And then they get to a point and go, yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> that was also me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but there's probably pieces of that. Mm-hmm. Here you are doing podcast oh there's so much stuff that i learned from it a lot of the software that i was learning and developing games like i created my own space invaders game and i could there you go you know learn the 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 physics in that and i learned so much stuff from that i learned i was into animation at that time too and it really just evolved into where i'm at now obviously i mean not obviously but honestly it it it's all comes together. Everything that I learned Mm -hmm. doing music, doing this, it's like, so it allows me to be better at what I'm doing now. I think actually. Right. And that doing that life plan I was telling you about is kind of like taking that picture and going, okay, so let's say you were stuck Mm -hmm. before you're doing this. Well, let's look at all the different things that you've been attracted to. Mm -hmm. Now let's see what could you do moving forward. That might be something you want to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you have all of these desires. You're attracted to this. You're attracted to that, you know, for reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, I am not attracted to game designing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I like to play a game here and there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't even like games anymore. Oh, really? That's (laughs) interesting. Yeah. I I started doing music and and, uh, uh, music production and video production, and those softwares became my games. My video game, I guess you could say. Nice. So that's a transition for you. Yeah. that's, That's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. But being able to hold that space rather than say, Andrew, you don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> You're never going to go anywhere with that. For or, sure. You know, that's just not going to earn you money. Well, I'm yeah. telling you. Game- and this was a time before gaming, like, when, when I wanted to do that. It was about 10 years ago. It was before, mm-hmm. like, people started, like, seriously making. Oh, uh, there's a ton of money out making there Making money. Oh, like, my gosh. Like, I knew, like, the game design was, was had, had a, a huge, huge potential in it monetarily. Mm-hmm. But I 
didn't expect or see the playing of the games be having a huge, you know, monetary, know. you know, like that's a whole, you don't even have to design the games to make the money. You could. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And now with the new VR things. Oh uh, yeah. I might get back into gaming when, when VR, I'm, I actually, VR is pretty much there where I want it to be, but uh, I, I still might wait a couple more years, but yeah, I, I really love the idea of VR. It's really, yeah, it really I've, fascinates my, me. <laughs> my sons both have that. And so I, yeah, yeah. I get in it and I'm like, wow, this is yeah. really cool. It's crazy how it tricks your brain. Oh, like, it does. Put yourself in a horror story in one of those things no, and no, you're no. getting scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you. <laughs> things will literally jump at you. <laughs> I, I got in one and I was somehow got myself up high. Okay. And you're, and did I'm it feel like you're falling? I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh! How it's do I crazy do how it, it tricks your brain, and like, mm -hmm. there's some potential that could like be be added into that in psychology. I think. I agree. I think even in nursing homes and things, mm -hmm. it would be wonderful to give them a different vision. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and the, in nursing homes, exactly. And like, there's a show out there called Blackmer that they take that nursing home uh, philosophy even farther. Really? Uh, but it's I won't get into that, into that. But it's it's interesting because there's there's a guy John Asaraf. He was talking about how he's like he's really studying and like the way the brain works. And he went to some place uh, other side of the world to test out this new like virtual reality technology. And apparently, when you're a baby, uh, your your mind opens up. Like it's it's taking in all this stuff and just learning because you know you you have mm -hmm. no nothing in there yet and right. you know you're just learning all these things and there is this thing where and you know I don't know how pseudo science this is but uh there's this thing where the VR glasses would put you in a baby's body essentially and it would open up your mind to learning more because it would trick your brain into that pre premature state wow. and I was just I just think the implica implications of VR like that's just the, the start. Like, I can't wait to see where it goes. And <laughs> yeah, that's, and, and, you know, that's one of the reasons they, they teach kids to speak foreign languages when they're younger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you can take in all mm -hmm. this extra stuff. Yeah. So where would you like to go? Uh, what are your goals? You, my goals right now at this stage of my life is to actually be a little bit more relaxed. Okay. Um, but to also be able to serve, you know, about 10 to 20 clients a year. Nice. You know, rotating through 10 to 20 clients at any given time. Um, just to really help, I've worked with, um, I'd like to work with some of the veterans. Okay. Know, because I have military in the family. Okay. And, um, but the passion for teens and tweens is, is good. And I feel my heart breaks for them right now with all mm -hmm. these, you know, especially seniors that can't graduate. For sure. They're struggling with what to do next. Um, but just people in general, um, so my goal is to just really be out there to start serving people. Okay. You know, and how can we help you help you do that? Well, if if people want to, um, they they are thinking I need to make a change or I need to do something different, and I just need somebody that can come alongside me and help me know how to make those changes. Um, that's the one I want to be. Okay, sweet. So, so they can. Re where, where can people reach you at then? Um, at Lisa at Finding Your Next Best Steps. Okay. Dot com. Is that's not, is that not on here? It oh, is. it is on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or you can call me. Yeah. At 719-459-0384. Well, sweet. We can start wrapping this episode up. It's been wonderful having you yeah. on the show. <laughs> it's been great. I could talk for another half hour. Just yeah. Just talking to you. <laughs> I bet. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I like hearing that. <laughs> well, all right. This has been the COS Business Podcast, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. 
if you'd like me to read an ad script at the beginning of every episode, or in the middle, or at the end. Promoting your business, then reach out to cosbusinesspodcast at gmail.com, or reach out to me directly, Andrew Haslam.